From the Cervera Newsroom in sunny Miami, welcome to the Miami Real Estate Podcast, your home for expert insight on all things Miami real estate. I'm your host, Omar DeWint. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome back to the Miami Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Omar DeWin, Communications Executive here at Surveyor Real Estate. Today, we're talking about Asian buyer trends and the impact, potential impact on South Florida. Uh, joining us for that conversation is the president of the Asian Real Estate Association of America's Greater Miami Chapter, J.C. Casares. J.C., welcome to the show. Thank you, Omar. Thank you for having me here. Very happy to have you here. Thanks for joining us. We have a very exciting topic today because uh, those of you in in the Miami real estate community may or may not know, but um, although Miami has evolved into a thriving financial center, a global gateway, hub for world-class arts and culture, destination for education and healthcare, uh, tourism juggernaut, and uh, obviously is a wellspring of prime waterfront real estate, yet until recently, the city's relationship with the Asian market has been limited. Some reasons for this include a regional unfamiliar, unfamiliarity excuse me, with Miami, lingering misconceptions about the Miami Vice era, and the absence of direct flights from South Florida uh, to East Asia. However, some key factors are indicating that a dawn, uh, the dawn of a sweeping Asian influence era in South Florida is imminent. So how did we arrive here? And more importantly, what does it mean for South Florida and Miami's economic growth? That's what we're diving into today, and excited to have you here to, to help us steward that conversation, JC. Thank you very much. So um, I guess first and foremost, if, if you could uh, give our listeners a little bit of background on the Asian Real Estate Association of America and yourself. Uh, let me flip that over. Give us a little background on you and the Asian Real Estate Association of America. Well, I pretty much started uh, real estate about, uh, it's going to be 10 years ago, uh, this October of this year. Uh, I've been very fortunate to work for the best of the best. I've had the opportunity to work here at Cervera, Douglas Element, and now I'm currently with uh, Deconova International Group, uh, diversifying and doing something different, but very interesting in, in what I'm doing you know, with uh, resales and pre-construction. Excellent. And so now in, in 2019, uh, you uh, were just inaugurated as the president of ARIA's Greater Miami Chapter, right? Correct. And um, it's very exciting times here in, in, in the city and also for the chapter, which is now about three, four years old. But Correct. tell us, um, for any of our, our real estate uh, professionals out there that are listening, aren't as familiar with ARIA, um, tell us a little bit about the organization and sort of what it stands for. ARIA was funded in 2003. Right now we have about 39 chapters. We have somewhere around between 17,000 and 18,000 members uh, nationally. Uh, The um, amazing thing about ARIA is that it's an organization dedicated to promoting uh, to homeowners opportunities in the Asian and the American communities uh, by creating a powerful national voice for the housing and real estate professionals that serve the dynamic market. So I I think that there's obviously a great need for an organization like ARIA in the U.S., um, Asian uh, AAPI, as you were talking about before, Asian American Pacific Islander uh, buying power is, um, you know, is is among the top in the U.S. And if you're looking at some of the specific um, groups within the, the AAPI uh, Chinese investment, um, if you look at for 10 years from 2005 to 2015, I think reached up to 350 billion dollars um, in in investment, and they say that by the end up through 2020, we're expecting another 218 billion uh, in investment. So 
Uh, I think New York, Los Angeles, Seattle, um, Chicago are the, the traditional markets, but there, um, there are some emerging, new emerging markets like Miami, sort of on the horizon, that are also uh, becoming more and more attractive to, to these communities. But uh, so to help our listeners, again, understand that context, JC, tell me a little bit about what are the motivators, uh, for the primary motivators for uh, Asian buyers? Uh, well, from the experience that I've had in talking to different people, you know, a lot of the Asian uh, clients want to diversify their investment. They want to see uh, high, a little bit of a higher return. Also, they're very interested as far as in their families having a great education, security for themselves. Um, they want to be able to make sure that if they don't want to go back to Asia, they want to stay here, that they have uh, their visas. Also, uh, the value of their properties or the value of what they're investing in. Uh, and mainly clean air, clean water, just like everybody mm -hmm. else. And of course, the connections uh, throughout uh, their neighborhoods, personal and professionally. Absolutely. And so I, I think um, going back to the conversation about Miami, I think there's a lot that is offered here, right? That makes it uh, interesting or potentially interesting market for Asian American Pacific Islanders, no? Correct, yes. Um, so JC, tell me a little bit, then let's get more into ARIA itself. So what is, uh, the, the, tell me more about the mission and the causes that the organization advocates for. Well, pretty much ARIA, uh, we are creating a powerful national voice for the housing uh, and real estate professionals that serve the dynamic, mar dynamic market, advocating for policy positions at the national level uh, that will reduce barriers for homeowners for the API, which is uh, the Asian American Pacific Islanders uh, community, increasing business opportunities, uh, mortgages uh, for uh, the Asians and real estate professionals that serve this growing community. Most of all, you know, hosting national and local events, being able to help the community, uh, being able to translate documents that uh, the Asians don't understand in their language so they could understand them when they're purchasing a property or what the contract says for them. Because we all know that pretty much there's a lot of contracts that are out there. They're mainly in English or in Spanish. Mm -hmm. So we have a hard time translating those. So trying to help them with that. Uh, developing uh, and affecting, uh, you know, the API community very well and conducting trade missions throughout Asia and developing business partnerships, increasing brand awareness also. Mm -hmm. So a lot of great causes. Um, I, I know as I actually should have mentioned this, but also a member myself of the ARIA's uh, Miami chapter and it's really impressive the organization and the scope and all, all the, um, the, the policies that they're advocating for. A lot of impact in DC corralling the troops and getting everybody out there to, uh, you know, to basically uh, spread awareness, as you said, of these causes and impact change. So tell me, JC, a little bit more about the uh, benefits, I guess, in your opinion, what is in Miami, right? What's the biggest value to uh, real estate, uh, banking and related industry professionals when they join an organization like ARIA? Well, pretty much ARIA membership represents a vast uh, variety of cultural, eth ethnic and professional backgrounds. Uh, ARIA is uh, open to anyone that, and everyone who works with uh, or seeks to work with uh, the API uh, community with over 17,000 members, like I mentioned before, uh, 39 different chapters uh, you know, across the U.S. and Canada. ARIA is one of the largest Asian organizations for North America, which is very important. Amazing. And then here in, uh, in Miami, um, so tell me, a little bit about the background, the history of the chapter, which we touched on earlier, is about three, four years old. Uh, tell me about sort of how, the, what's uh, the major milestones as we progressed. 
Uh, well, the chapter, like you mentioned, and we mentioned before, is three and a half years old. We, had, we have had uh, three past presidents, some amazing presidents. We had uh, Francisco Angulo. We had, uh, have had Jesse Otley. We had Nina Fabri, and of course now myself, I'm the fourth president. Uh, the Miami chapter right now is, uh, has done many things. In 2017, we hosted um, a national event, which was the Global Luxury Summit, which uh, brought a lot of awareness down here to South Florida. Uh, we had about over 750 Asian agents that came throughout the entire world and the country just to visit here, which was very, very important. Uh, I myself was involved in the association then also, and uh, the amount of people that visited down here just for the summit was amazing. We had developers that contributed also. Uh, we had from Cervera, Douglas Element, Sotheby's that had their projects there, displayed their projects, so we had an amazing turnout. I agree. I was there. I think it was a special moment. I think one of the, the biggest impacts, and it became very clear afterwards, was the going back to the awareness. We talked at the top of the show about one of the reasons why we haven't seen a bigger spike in investment from Asians in South Florida is a sort of general lack of awareness. I think we're still back in the Miami Vice era, right? Correct. But so I had some testimonies. I just want to find one here to read that was super interesting in terms of shifting perspectives and the impact of GLS. We had all those... Um, members of ARIA here. So the so Tina, this is Tina Bach, uh, Bach from the San Diego chapter. She said, before coming to Miami, all I knew is beach. After GLS, seeing Miami and it's a beautiful uh, growing city, I'm amazed at the variety it offers, the luxurious beach, Fort Lauderdale, beautiful skylines, Miami's towers. It's definitely an international hub for commerce, a great place to retire. I love the weather. Um, okay, Tom, another one for you. Tom goes, Tom Truong from uh, Boston. I spent a lot of time in Miami about 15 years ago. T the Miami today is much more vibrant with so many social happenings, business developments than I remembered uh, than what I remembered it to be. Miami's open for business and geared up for tremendous growth now and in the years to come. So that kind of gives you like a snapshot on how um, just coming here for, if you haven't been here in the last couple of years, you haven't really been to the city, right? And I Correct. think for all that we did a great job with GLS and sort of opening eyes and shifting perspectives to that. Yeah, you definitely have to give, Jesse was in charge that year. He did an amazing job. He had an amazing team backing him up um, and it was an amazing turnout. So JC, tell me, we're excited for the year to come. What's on tap for ARIA Miami in 2019? What are you most passionate about as president and what should our members or those who are considering joining uh, be most excited about? Well, for 2019, uh, what I'm excited about is to be able to give the community back, mm -hmm. be, be able to give as much as we can to the community, uh, to show the community that our association does actually have a value. Uh, and of course, for the people in any type of uh, industry to attend our events, uh, because we want to show the difference of our association from other associations. What I'm mostly excited about this year is uh, the amazing uh, team that we have as far as the, in the board members of 2019. They have all been very helpful as far as, far as in helping me out to uh, get things uh, done, um, different ideas that we've had as a team. And our goal this year is to give the association uh, the value and the legacy that we're going to leave behind. That's awesome. And so uh, you have upcoming, speaking of um, members and, and uh, the, let's say, calendar of events, you have a, a great event coming up at the Wharf in March. Correct. Correct? March 14th. Yes. March 14th. For those of you that are out there and want to check out ARIA and sort of learn more what it's about, it's going to be at what time? It's going to be from 5 o'clock to like about 10 o'clock. 
It's going to be a South Florida developer showcase, number one, to bring value to South Florida, which I believe is very, very important. But two, the associations are going to be there, Miami Association, NARAP, and of course, uh, ARIA will be there and visit our booth. You'll be able to understand a little bit more of what we're about and what we want to be able to do for the community. Absolutely. And actually, I wanted to ask you, because you mentioned this earlier in terms of the legacy and the value that we provide, I think that just to recap, you know, the education and the resources that are available uh, to members about the AAPI community, um, you know, alone, I think on its merit is a, is a great eye-opener, a great resource. We were talking off, off mic about, uh, you know, the importance of things like a feng shui or um, the cultural dynamics and doing business with, um, a, you know, a member of the AAPI community, how that can impact whether or not you're able to build rapport and work successfully, correct, right? Correct. With, so what, what are some of the other things that I guess that you think you like really learn and value from in, in that, uh, from an educational perspective? From an educational perspective, I believe that you will be able to, to learn as far as in like where to sit, because believe it or not, it's depending where you sit on the table to do business with uh, um, an Asian uh, client. Uh, like you said, you know, earlier we talked off record, uh, you know, providing your business card, greeting them, even though it's Asia, Philippines, or China, it, it's totally complete different cultures. Mm -hmm. The way they handle themselves, the way they do business. So very, and very uh, different. Sorry to cut you off, so for those that are listening, you couldn't see when you were talking about the business cards, the idea is that um, the proper uh, protocol is to give the business card with both hands. Correct. Right, and same, I think, with giving and, and receiving money. Giving and receiving money the same way. So if you, those are little things that, you know, right off the bat, um, you know, showing an understanding and appreciation of that, that culture makes a big difference and you know in the process of building a relationship a, a business and personal relationship correct correct and there's so many other things and like the the nuances there and i think as for those of you that are interested in learning more about the aapi community and doing business with those from uh, china and other markets uh, definitely come out to the wharf and learn more about that uh, we'll be networking there which is another key correct. part of the aria platform both local events and national those national events correct. we talked about gls uh, so what are some of the other big national events? Another event that we're going to have uh, in, um, in uh, California, the Global Luxury Summit, which will be April 13th to the 15th. On uh, May 14th and May 16th, the Policy Summit. Mm -hmm. And then in October 17th, October 19th, the uh, National Convention October. Another one that's an amazing one, it's up in New York. It's East, East Meets West. It's an amazing uh, event that they have up there. Something that, you know, if you become a member for only $99, you can attend, which will be great. There's a lot of discounts also when we do trips like uh, Hawaii, uh, Dubai. I, I think they went to China also, I believe mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. uh, a couple of years ago. So you get you get a lot of different discounts, a lot of a lot of perks from uh, being able to be involved also. Absolutely. And speaking of the the discounts and pricing, um, tell our listeners what the the membership uh, fee is. It's ninety nine dollars a year. It gets retroactive every month. It gets renewed every July of every year. Uh, but you definitely get the, the newsletters. We're going to start having a calendar with all the events that are going to be going on with our chapter, other chapters, community events. So that way we can give more information to. And the people out there. So, and we'll include a link in the <coughs> show notes for anybody who's interested in learning more so they can go to Correct, the website yes, and, yeah. and whatnot. So, JC, final thoughts for our listeners. Anything else that you want to share about ARIA and uh, Miami's sort of connection to the organization? I mean, it's an amazing organization. I've been involved for already, I would say, about three years. Mm -hmm. 
uh, are about as, as uh, the age of the, of the association. It's something very, very different. We, you know, we've had some amazing leadership the past couple of years, uh, uh, events that have been very educational, and it's something to look forward to as far as in, you know, the kind of people you're going to meet, the business you're going to do, and, you know, be able to be in, involved in something that's amazing, that's growing. It Absolutely, it is growing, and um, for those of you out there, if you're interested, check out the show notes, come out to the wharf on what day was it again? March 14th at 5 o'clock. March 14th at 5 o'clock, it'll be a good time, and uh, you'll meet some good people. So, Thank JC, you. thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show and we certainly enjoyed making it. We hope you will come back. We've got some more great content dedicated to informing, intriguing, and inspiring Miami real estate professionals. Where can you find us? We're on the podcast store, wherever podcasts are available. That's iTunes, of course. We're also on Podbean, Spotify, Audible, TuneIn, Stitcher, and Google Play. You can even ask Alexa about us. Go ahead and visit Cervera.com slash blog. That's where our newsroom is located. We've got some more great content there as well, market reports, and more. You can sign up for our newsletter there. Connect with us on social at CerveraRE or send us an email, Miami Real Estate Podcast at Cervera.com. We would love to hear from you. So from all of us here in Miami, where the future is always bright, until next time.